Thanks for listening to this oral health podcast bonus episode. We're taking a bit of a diversion from the regular content you've come to know and expect. Um, Just to highlight some of the incredible news stories and spokespeople that we've had on different news bulletins all over the country and talking about their experiences, just in case you missed it when it was live. This is Dr. Nigel Carter, our Chief Executive, on Andrew Marr for LBC. 6.49 and here is a story to make you look into the mirror a little bit harder tomorrow morning because there has been a clear rise in deaths in this country from mouth cancers during the last 10 years or so. More than 3,000 people in England died from mouth cancer in 2021 compared with just over 2,000 in 2011 according to figures by the Oral Health Foundation. Campaigning groups say the rise was a direct result of cuts to NHS dentistry and indeed the number of active NHS dentists in England is at its lowest level in a decade and up to 90% of practices are not accepting any new NHS patients. Nigel Carter is Chief Executive of the Oral Health Foundation. Uh, Now Mr Carter, I can say that I've been along to my dentist and had a prod around and I'm all right. But first of all, for people who are worried... um, what, what might any sign of, of oral cancer be in the early days? We're really looking here at ulcers that don't heal within a period of about three weeks, any unusual red or white patches in the mouth, particularly if they're changing shape or growing, and any lumps and bumps in the head and neck area. Those are all things that people can look for themselves and then really insist on getting an appointment, which we know is difficult with your dentist, or go along to your doctor. So if, you, if you're if you worried, say to your doctor, if you can't get a dental appointment, I'm, I'm worried that I've got something, I've got an oral yeah, ab- cancer. Absolutely. About 50% of the referrals for mouth cancer come from doctors and about 50% from dentists. So you're in equally safe hands. And is this anything to do with brushing properly or is this a completely separate issue? Separate issue, really. Um, yeah, poor oral hygiene and poor oral health can lead to a slight increase in mouth cancer. But the main risk factors are tobacco use. Um, so smoking and smokeless yeah. tobacco, particularly the, the chewed tobacco from the Asian populations. And then also uh, alcohol. Alcohol and smoking combined by can increase your risk by up to 30 times. And then we've got the human papillomavirus, HPV, same virus that's responsible for mouth can- uh, for cervical cancer. Oh, of course, we're getting vaccination uh, coming in uh, now, which we hope is going to start to reduce this sort of relentless rise in numbers that we've seen. So we know that around the country there's a shortage of NHS dentists and people talk about there being dental deserts where you can't get a dentist. What is this doing for our overall health of the population? Well, it's it's not good because you can't have good general health without having good oral health. And we're increasingly, we're seeing links between, we've known for a long time about the links between diabetes and oral health, particularly gum disease, cardiovascular disease, poor pregnancy outcomes, even through to if you have poor oral health and you lose teeth, early onset of frailty and Alzheimer's. So it's a really serious problem. When I was a kid, people used to, from the States used to sneer at us and talk about the English mouth. Are we returning to the English mouth? 
I hope we're not returning to the English mouth, and I think that was probably always a little bit unfair. Depends where you go. We have this image of the Hollywood smile, East Coast, West Coast, but if you go to Middle America, they've never really been uh, much better than us, although they've That's tried really... to ridicule us with Austin Powers' teeth. <laughs> for, for a very long time. Um, just get, start going back to where we started, um, do you believe that the rise in oral cancer and the rise in deaths in oral cancer is directly related to a shortage of dentists? I don't think it's a rise in oral cancer. I think that's due to the risk factors. What we are seeing as a result of COVID and dentists being virtually the only thing that was totally shut uh, for three months in healthcare, um, we're still seeing that backlog of patients. We've seen dentists moving away from the NHS. So what we're seeing is later diagnosis. And later diagnosis means a greater risk of, of death. If we catch these things early, they're 90% treatable. But mm. so many pre present at stage three or stage four after they've spread. Find a dentist or a doctor and open your gob. Thank you to Dr Carter, Andrew Marr and LBC for allowing us to come and talk to you about mouth cancer, something we are very, very passionate about. And thank you to you for listening. We will have more bonus episodes coming so that you can hear all of the interviews and all of the professionals that we've managed to get on board with Mouth Cancer Action Month this year. So make sure to stay tuned.